How's it going? Good. You know, it has been exactly seven days since we met at the Daybreaker. Ah, yes, you're right. Yes. Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Yep. And then I believe I probably met you at approximately 7, 7.07-ish, perhaps. And you were just arriving. You had all your, your camera stuff on you and... I'm a hugger with Daybreaker. I'm like the official hugger. Oh, you so were I at the you. hugging station. I was. No, I wasn't the. I wasn't at the hugging station. I was the hugging station. Introduced yourself to me at the end of the Daybreaker. Oh, yeah. That's my. That's how far back my memory goes. Yeah. Is uh, at the very end of the Daybreaker, this little brandy brandy with a sailor hat. You're wearing a sailor hat, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Came up and you're like, "Hey, I'm Brandy," and I was like, "Hey, I'm Danny." Mm-hmm. And then that was the start of it. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. Salud. And since then, we have performed, um, not kidding, in front of at least 10 to 15 people, um, singing a couple little duets. On the streets of Rhino, mm-hmm. on the streets of downtown uh, Denver. Uh, yeah, we went to three fashion events in the span of two days. Yeah, th- that's more fashion events than I've been to. <laughs> I, you probably double the amount of fashion events I've been to. Huh. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, you know, I doubled it for myself as well because I, like, that was a lot for me. Ooh, I feel the warmth coming down. But mm, I'm, I'm so glad that you came with me because it made it so much more fun. Like, it, those are fun events, but it's fun to just... Be silly and be free with other people who are little freelings. Couldn't have said it better myself. And here we are a week later yes. creating our podcast just like we said we would. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Um, as of right now, we're the Danny and Brandy show. Um, <laughs> I am not Danny. I'm Brandy. <laughs> and I'm not Brandy. I'm Danny. Just for clarification. Yep. Uh, yeah. And we wanted to start this podcast mainly to... Um, you know, I don't think we ever really fully decided on that. I'll give you my perspective. Okay. I, the, what I love about podcasts the most are, um, well, there's a few things. A, it's uh, something that you can do when you're driving, when you're walking, when you're working out, uh, when you've got some time to kill. Before you go to bed. When you're in traffic. When you're in traffic. When you're doing like monotonous design work that you're you're in that groove, but you're also educating and entertaining yourself through what's coming through your ears. And then, yeah, educate, edumacation. Edumacation, real important. Yes. Uh, Edumatainment? Comedian. Is that something? Edumatainment? Edumatainment. I think we just coined that term. So hopefully this will be a podcast about edumatainment. (laughs) Edumatainment. Edumatainment. <laughs> edumatainment. And, um, and then it also, you know, to not feel so alone in the world right. and in the universe, mm. uh, you can get to know characters like Brandy and... Danny. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of the check boxes for me mm-hmm. in creating a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Huh, I think that... For me, creating this particular podcast is really just about us um, sharing what's going on in our minds and um, and being able to 
share experiences with the world, with each other, um, and also really just being free, like being free with the things that we have to say and being free with the music that we come up with. And, um, and simultaneously, just like shining a light on the world in the darkness and allowing the darkness to shine on us. Um, I think that those two things really um, correlate. <laughs> you need the dark and you need the light, and we can be both. We are the darkness. And we are the light. Instead of yeah. condemning the the light, instead of condemning the dark, just turn on the light. Yeah. Like this. Uh, if you have Philips Hue like I do, mm. um, you can tell Siri to, oh. hey Siri, turn off the lights. Okay. Uh, that one's not connected Whoa. to Philips Hue. Hmm. Hey Siri, turn on the lights. Done. Love it. Siri, Siri, thank you. Oh. <laughs> We've got Olive, um, my three-legged tripod. Uh, and she thinks her name is Siri, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then the other point would be, I just think that we're hilarious, energetic people. Yeah, that we're pretty fun. you need to get to know. Yes. So, And we want to get to know you, too. Yes. Yeah. You're welcome, and thank you. Yes, yes, and thank you very much. So... Uh, did you want to pull up some notes about some of your talking points? Well, first, yes, actually I do. Um, but before I do, I would like to ask you a question, Danny. If you were stranded on an island, yep. what three things would you bring? I feel like you can really dive into some some deep holes about... Well, what are the logistics on this island? Right, don't go that deep. Just do I have like a solar panel that I can recharge or is right. that going to be one of my things that I have to bring? Mm -hmm. You know, like if I wanted to bring a camera um, to make little short films or a long film, I guess if I'm on the island for quite some time, mm -hmm. uh, I would probably need to recharge that camera. Okay. Maybe we just say we've got infinite power for whatever we want. Okay. Uh, yeah? Sure. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. I, I, think don't, it's I don't know how to get to the notes on my Slack. Oh, yeah. I'm new to this whole Slack thing, but um, apparently it's the way of the Advertisement for Slack in yeah. case you guys want to give us money. Uh, we just started using this and somebody doesn't know how to use it. I don't know how to use it because I'm not a millennial. You uh, click on that top part. All right. Where it says okay. T.I. <laughs> so <Because> today, <laughs> Danny said to me, I called him and left him a voicemail. <laughs> And he said, I can tell when I that you're, you back. yeah, when you called me back, I can tell that you're not a millennial because you left a voicemail. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're totally right. I guess millennials don't leave voicemails. They Snapchat message. Yeah. Uh, DM. DM. Yeah. I think I go with text message. I'm on the, you know, I'm on the way out being millennial, I think. It's all about these Gen Zers. Is it Gen, Gen Z? Zers? I don't know. I don't know. Let's don't know not either. talk about yeah, that Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. No. Okay. Um, No-brainer. Guitar. Kay. Gotta guitar. have it. Yeah. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. I might bring okay. more musical instruments to this island, but mm -hmm. definitely guitar. Okay. Um, I would definitely bring uh, my espresso machine, mm. but I would need coffee with that espresso machine and electricity. Okay. And clean water, so right. Yeah, I hope okay. this island has infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, well, let's say that you already get a prepare pack. Your prepare pack has... Do I have shelter? <laughs> Actually, you know why this question is a little too... Uh, yeah, it goes down a, a very deep hole. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, guitar, I, I need my coffee. And then, um, hmm, what would that... I, I love making media like film mm-hmm. so let's just say a camera okay but you know i would need a computer and all that but, anyways okay three things real quick okay machete guitar and journal mm. my journal does come with a built-in everlasting pen machete why would you need a machete just to like um cut down things create shelter uh Chop open the coconuts. So, so we don't have shelter. <laughs> <laughs> well, on my uh, island where I'm stuck, I don't have shelter. Okay, I've got yeah. a fully functioning uh, island <laughs> retreat okay. at mine. So totally clearly I can just I- plug in my espresso <laughs> <Okay>. machine <laughs> and edit my videos that I create with my really nice uh, film camera. Mm-hmm. I-, I won't do film. I'm going to go with a, yeah. a nice uh, cinema camera. Yeah. Um, Brand Next. unknown at this point. Um, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned Machete because one of the things that I wanted to talk about, yeah. uh, being that we are in Colorado, I feel like having the locality uh, in our podcast would be nice. Oh, yeah. And if we could just talk about this brief story that uh, I came across today or this morning. Okay. Or last night, I forget. Um, this was crazy. And this happened in Fort Collins. I don't know if you heard about this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, let's talk wow. about it with our viewers. Okay. Uh, or our listeners. Our viewliners. Our viewliners. Our listers. Um, so, <clears throat> a man was running by himself Monday. Okay, so this one two days ago. In the Horse Tooth Mountain open space near Fort Collins, Colorado. When he heard something behind him. Dun, dun, dun. When he turned around. An 80-pound mountain lion attacked him, Colorado Parks and Wildlife officials said. The young lion bit bit the runner's face and wrist, but he managed to break free and kill the lion in self-defense. I like how they just straight up... Got rid of the mountain lion by this point. (laughs) (laughs) They got rid of mountain. It wasn't a fucking lion. I mean, as soon as they start saying lion, I'm picturing like a fully (laughs) maned, like 500 pound lion from Africa. Anyways, and killed the lion in self defense, the agency said. Uh, A necropsy. Necropsy? Necropsy. Necropsy. I've never heard that before. Somebody that inspects dead uh, confirmed the animal was suffocated, officials said Tuesday. The lion. (laughs) Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the other thing, ladies and gentlemen. We may just occasionally break out in the song. Yeah. It's a real possibility. Yeah, there's a 99.9% chance that that's going to happen. But keep going. Yeah. uh, The the lion, Mufasa, which was less than a year old, tested negative for rabies. Oh, that's good. Good to know. He was just less than a year old and now he's dead? He was a young juvenile lion. I didn't know that the guy killed him. That's the crazy part. This guy straight up 
when he couldn't him. yeah when he couldn't get the line to you know go away from doing this and obviously the guy the lion just bit his face and wrist that's crazy yeah um i want to see pictures of this guy anyways um he suffocated he strangled wow. the lion that's crazy um yeah so that's where we live we live in colorado where in horse tooth reservoir uh area <laughs> a man was horse tooth mountain was um, attacked by a mountain lion and killed him. It's a real thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, when you ever are in a position where you might get uh, attacked by a mountain lion, what you need to do is act big and then you just punch them. Like you just get a straight up into a brawl with them. <laughs> Actually, they did. They did talk about what you're supposed to do when you see a mountain lion, and maybe this is some useful infomentainment. <laughs> <laughs> that we can provide uh, the the reader. The um, reader? Are we going to do <laughs> closed caption and you have to read this? We're going to have somebody <laughs> type up the minutes. Carol! Carol, type Get the minutes! <laughs> type the minutes! And she actually types on one of those courthouse typewriters, so it's all in abbreviation. It's pretty cool. I lost this part of, uh, of where they tell you what you're supposed to do. Well... Um, what you need to do is act big and then um, punch it. <laughs> Strangle it, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that I think I can remember from memory. Okay. That's what memory oh. is. Your memory just now jogged in. Yeah, like, it just now jogged it's in. It's just like... <laughs> so, <laughs> never crouch down or look small or turn away from the mount, the lion. Uh-huh. Uh, if, if it does start aggressing towards you, if that's a word that we can say, mm-hmm. uh, they they say you should throw things at it, oh. but try not to you know crouch down too much. Grab that rock. Look okay. Big. Yeah. Okay. Uh, throw it at the lion, um, and you're not supposed to look big like oh. you do with a bear. Oh. Because I think they'll think that you're threatening it, um, and mm. you're supposed to talk calmly and firmly. <laughs> so. So it's something like this. Okay, I'll be the mountain lion approaching you, and you do a reenactment of what to do if a mountain lion is coming upon you. No, none of that. Uh-uh. No, I will not accept that. As a, and if you keep coming towards me, I'm going to take this rock down too much and throw it at you. Just throw rocks. So you'll see that reenactment on National Geographic um, because it was pretty good. Yep. Okay, cool. Well, that was great news about where we live. Yeah, I'm glad that we incorporate that part of the the talk in there. Today is January or February 6th. Yeah, it is. February 6th. And um, we have a lot of snow outside. It's eight degrees outside. um, And it's absolutely beautiful. Um, The roads are starting to ice up. People are driving like hunyucks, so you need to just kind of go slow. Hunyucks. 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 What does that mean? Well, it's something my grandpa and my dad said, and I just picked it up. Hmm. But I don't necessarily know if it's offensive or not, so I apologize if it is. Okay, yeah. We'll have our people check on that. (laughs) Okay. Carol! Hunyucks! Look it up! H-U-N-Y. What, what is she even doing back there? I don't there? know. I think she's yeah. smiling. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> Moving on. Um, you know, I, I, I am a firm believer that you shouldn't just rattle, 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 rattle in podcasts. And, hmm. you know, let's, uh, let's really get let's down focus. to the core focus. and focus. Focus. Which, by the way, sometimes I have a really hard time focusing because I get, like, easily excited about many different things at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're going to have to quelch that down yeah. for our podcast. Quelch it? Yeah, quelch it down. <laughs> okay. Quelch. Quelch. Is that a word? Yeah, you got to quelch it. Huh. It may be a biochemistry thing. You're right. supposed to quelch oh. something with... Um, Anyways. All right, Danny, by the way, um, so tell me about, oh, it went down to seven degrees. Um, I want to hear about what you studied in college because it absolutely fascinates me. Mm. Well, hopefully the viewer finds this and listener <laughs> finds this fascinating. Um, I was going to be a doctor mm-hmm. when I went to college. I, mean, that was, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was like, you know, I could always default back to becoming a doctor Mm -hmm. so like any other person i just went for biochemistry uh Mm. and then when i was like oh this seems a little light in the workload i decided to pick up another major in molecular cellular developmental biology wow and a minor in chemistry and i was very close to minoring in chinese too but as you may hear in the future my chinese is very bad it's not very so bad. good. No, it's very, very, very bad. I know okay. how to say very few things, and my tones are always off. So, nihama. Nihama. Uh, so yeah, I studied that, and honestly, is that still going? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we're okay, good. Cool. Honestly, the best class that I ever took was acting for non-majors. Ooh. I had the most fun with that, and I should have just listened to my gut and become an actor. But that's the really fun thing about life is you can become whatever you want whenever you want. That, you oh, have your whole life. true. And I think that that's also another fun thing about the Danny and Brandy show is we can literally start acting whenever we want. And like, I, I, I do feel like sometimes life is just like one gigantic improv. And, and for me, it's really fun to improv or just to like do an accent when you're talking to someone just to kind of see like what other people are like when you bring them out of their comfort zone. And, uh, and I think that you're, you're a great actor. I mean, just from hanging out with you the past week, like you can do many characters. You're a natural actor. So, uh, you are acting. You just haven't been any major motion pictures or Broadway yet. Yet. Not yet. Yet. Well, like I always say, you know, (laughs) that the stage be life and life be your stage and and you shall find uh, yourself in a play. That one sounds to me kind of like Hannibal Lecter. Oh, hello, Clarice. Would you like to put the skin on the basket (laughs) or whatever? Anyway, go on. It puts the lotion (laughs) on its skin or else it gets the hose again. (laughs) Okay, anyway, I don't know why we got into Hannibal, but um, okay, so... Um, molecular, uh, cellular, cellular, molecular, cellular developmental biology. That was, I actually did research, um, three years of four years in college. I did an extra year, uh, so I could finish my honors thesis Mm. and it was about a very boring topic. 
uh, it was very interesting while I was doing it. But whenever I describe it to people, their eyes glaze over. So well, what, what I a, should just skip. What is? I want to. I want to hear the subject. Your eyes are gonna. I think they're. Don't already tell me what my eyes. Right I'm looking at them right now. All right. This research that we did was on alternative splicing. Ooh. So, <clears throat> DNA of a uh, an amoeba. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say it's it's this long. Wow. Okay. That's the the chromosome of the amoeba. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a human's chromosome and all the genetic information, Olive's about to jump on your couch. Oh. Don't you even think about it, Olive? Don't think about it. Olive. No, Olive. Sit. <laughs> Good girl. The show has been Good interrupted girl. by Olive. So amoeba's DNA. Human's DNA. And you may think, why is a human's DNA so much smaller than a simple celled organism like an amoeba? When we have such complexity, we can get on our microphones, we can make a podcast. Uh, Hmm. And what it is, is that when you have DNA, you have um, little helpers that come along and they go. And from that DNA, they make a RNA copy. So this little RNA then gets transformed into a protein. And the protein then goes and makes that creature. Wow. So DNA, boop, 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 boop. And you grab these little sections along the DNA, and it goes to make the amoeba. Now, with the human, it baffled people as to why is our DNA so much shorter when we're such a complex yeah. multicellular organism. Right. And what they found is that there's this thing called alternative splicing. So you've got your DNA, it's shorter. Mm-hmm. You have that little buddy create the RNA, which mm-hmm. then would get transformed into protein. But they found that before it gets made into a protein, there's these little guys that come along and they make a snip, 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 snip to the MRA. And they put different sections together sometimes sections get discarded sometimes sections come together so instead of going a b c d on this um, section of mrna it may go a c d or b d e mm-hmm. g z uh so you can then have so many wow. more multitudes of different products from that short, short piece DNA. of er, dna Ah, yeah. So basically, what you're saying is that the RNA and the LMNOP come together, and that even though the amoeba is a lot longer, with the shorter human DNA, the way that you can combine all of the miscellaneous whatnots, you actually have many, many different options, basically. So many options. And then you create this very fascinating, complex organism. Called us. Called us, or fruit flies. And (laughs) instead of taking humans and grinding them up and... Just dissecting their testes uh, and then like looking Lecter. at them under microscopes. <laughs> I would use uh, Drosophila, Drosophila melanogaster, uh, which is a fruit fly. And that way you can multiply them. You can take out sections of their genes. You can take out things that you think might be important to this process. Mm-hmm. You can breed them. You can crossbreed wow. them. Then you can basically chop them up. You can dissect their testes and find out if their sperm motility is there, 
or if you've affected it through alternative splicing. And you can do this at such a large scale because fruit flies just freaking multiply like flies. <laughs> um, we use we use fruit flies to study that. So I was literally like harvesting thousands and thousands oh. of disgusting little fruit flies. I put them under CO2 and they would fall asleep. And in their sleep, I would separate the males from the females and the different wow. phenotypes from the different phenotypes. And then I'd grind them up. I'd look fry at their... Fry them, eat them. Yeah, I'd fry them and eat them very crunchy. Mm. And uh, I would look at their RNA and their DNA. And, and testicles. We were studying the protein called PTB, which is a polyprimidine track binding protein. Polyprimidine track binding protein. Anyways. <sighs> wow. Enough of that. Look, my what eyes did didn't glaze over. Study. Um, my eyes did not glaze over. I found that to be very interesting. They look a little glazy. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> they look a little glazy. Well, they're not. They're not glazy. Um, I studied uh, speech communications with an emphasis in organizational communications and communication theory. Mm -hmm, uh, graduating mm -hmm. at the top of my class um, with honors. I even got to wear special cords. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I had special cords, too. Oh, Summa come on. Mm, no biggie. Yeah. Um, but my first three years of college, I was actually totally failing out. I almost got kicked out of college. Um, my priorities were skateboarding and snowboarding. And uh, I just was, was not into school, was not into anything that I was studying until I had this speech teacher uh, tell me that he just wanted me to speak about what I was passionate about. And I'm like, I'm passionate about the Beastie Boys. Can I speak <laughs> about them? <laughs> so he said, are you passionate about them? And I said, yes. And so I did my first presentation on the Beastie Boys. And Dr. Carl Johnson at Metro State College of Denver completely changed my life because he completely. showed me that if I just am passionate about anything that I do, like, I want to do it. And um, so I ended up going from a 1.7 accumulative GPA to graduating with honors. And I just want to encourage all you listeners and viewers out there, like, live every day passionately because it makes life so much more fun when you just have that, like, that excitement in your heart to do anything. And it could be in the smallest of things. It could be learning something new on the ukulele or, like, making up a fun accent. But, like, man, life is, life is is fun and limited yeah we only have so long on this planet yeah and you might as well be doing something that you really love. love doing yeah and if you find yourself in a job because you're like oh well you know i need the money or just you know it's what i can do right now realize that whatever you're doing that you hate or that you don't enjoy or you know there's going to be you know, a percentage of, of a job, even if you love it, of things that you mm -hmm. don't like doing. Mm -hmm. But if you find yourself falling into that hole of, okay, this job, like 90%, 80%, even 70, even 40, yeah, 40, 30% of the stuff I don't enjoy doing. Oh, you're going to only get better at doing that stuff that you don't like if you're doing it over and over and over. Oh, I see what you're and saying. And you're building your, your, you know toolbox yeah your toolbox your um why am i only thinking of cv and that's a, an australian term that i learned hmm. instead of um 
oh yeah, your cu- <laughs> curriculum vital vitality. Is that what that yeah. stands for? Yeah, like your resume. Your resume. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah, think of the word resume. Yeah. But instead, I thought of like CV, CV because I went in Australia, and uh, instead of saying resume, they say CV, mate. And that conversation always came up. Right, like they were like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Oh, just working on my CV. Yeah, working on my CV, mate. Gonna like <laughs> give it to a handful of people. I think, and I may be, uh, I may be biased or have a just very narrow scope of Australians, but I feel like they have a very healthy work-life balance, mm. and probably much of the world outside of the United States does. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. You know, I, I've got friends that work in Australia and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, like I'm putting in my notice and like everybody, you know, they they have like, well, this isn't a great example of good work life balance. But basically, they <laughs> she put in her notice and it was like eight weeks later. Mm-hmm. But like everybody's so cool with it. And like, it's not like oh, two weeks from now I'll be gone and everybody hates that I'm leaving and right. stuff. They're like so cool about like, oh man, you're going for a new job? That's great, mate. Like, oh, oh, oh that's yeah. great. Or like, yeah, they're like, there's always another job out there. Not to mention the amount of vacation days they get crazy. Really? Yeah. I know a lot of people over there that will just take a straight up month off. Oh my gosh. What you doing there? Uh, I'm, I'm putting on my sweatshirt. Ah. By the way, this sweatshirt... Um, was literally my brother's in 1988. Look at this. Show it to the, uh, the crew over it's, there. It's uh, T&C Surf Designs. And um, the collar is totally worn out. It's one of my favorite sweatshirts. Mm. Uh, I'm going to put the headphones down for a second. Yep, yep. Uh, did you Kanmari that? Um, Where does it stand on the Kanmari scale? Uh, definitely a 10. Yeah, it brings you great it joy. It brings me great joy. Okay, good. Yeah, <clears throat> same with this hat, same with my makeshift suspender. Like, everything I have on. You're just a fashionista. I'm not. I, the thing of it is, is I'm not really, though. No, like, no, 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 no. Which brings me to my next point, okay. which I'd like to talk about. <clears throat> I'll let you get your earphones on. And I'm back. Fashion Denver. Yeah. This is your baby? Yes. Tell me about it. Well, Tell us about it. Well, right now, Fashion Denver is no longer a baby, but getting ready to have its learner's permit and getting a Woo! driver's license. Fashion Denver turns 15 this spring. Oh, that is, yeah, definitely not a baby. Yeah, it's not it's a, a baby. a full-grown teenager. Yeah, totally. Which is exciting because there's so much more in store for Fashion Denver. But um, in a nutshell, back in 1999, I started a handbag business just for fun. Um, and then flash. Back uh, in third grade, I was obsessed with making paper purses, and I'd call myself the paper purse police. Um, So flash forward again to 1999, and I ended up starting a real handbag business online during the the cusp of the dot-com boom. And just a few months later, I was selling internationally because of the internet. And um, to make a long story short... What year was that? 1999. Wow. Yeah. I owe school. God, what was I doing in 1980? Yeah, what were you doing? You were probably in I would have high been school? Just getting the high school. I would have graduated from eighth grade, Aww. which I always joke about to my sister because she was like, I'm graduating high school, and we're four years apart. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I'm graduating too. 
I'm graduating from junior high. And that would just piss her off. It was great. Uh, so I started a handbag business uh, and it just kind of took off and I ended up moving to California and doing this California, California, here we come. Uh, I ended up doing these fashion markets and traveling to Paris and, um, Anyway, 2004, this story, like, it's it's a journey, but... Well, um, we've got plenty of time in the future to right, really yeah. dive into these stories, but, but yeah. I took all that handbag business um, building and ended up starting Fashion Denver as a way to help other local designers start up their businesses. So I'm very passionate about just seeing people, again, be passionate. And so I just happened to have done that in the fashion community uh, and it's funny because I actually don't really consider myself to be fashionable. I consider myself to just like, I really love like the clothes that I have and I love putting them together. And for me, every little piece is, is like a special little story. And I feel like, like our bodies can be a canvas for our creativity. And it's just fun to express myself with the, the random pieces that I find at the thrift store or the local designers that, um, that I've met along the way. Well, and I think you do have the eye for fashion and and you I think you have a tendency to play yourself down on this uh, from the seven days that I've known you. <laughs> uh, but I think you have a great eye for taking whatever it is, hodgepodge of of items from a thrift store or used old items or or new stuff or something that's hot mm. and fashionable, but you've you've managed to put them together in a way that like tells tells your audience or tells just people on the street like who you are mm. and it, it it is it's interesting and it it's pleasing to the eye and it's I think ahead of thank you ahead of everybody's time so thank you thank you so much I think, uh, yeah I think that that really just comes down to accepting who I am um like deep down and not even so deep down I'm kind of a nerd um and it's just being okay with being a nerd and not being afraid and when you're not afraid to be who you are fully it makes fashion even more fun because you're not afraid to like do something that no one's ever done or you know what I mean mm. know what I mean Vern mm, know yeah. what I mean Listen, one nerd to another. Yeah. I mean, I nerd, I mean. I nerd out on all kinds of things, you know. Uh, microphones and cameras, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, iPads and Apple right. things. Right, technology. Quite the fanboy technology. I'm a big old giant nerd. Yeah, I think being a nerd's the greatest thing uh, ever. Yeah, I think... <sighs> I really lost that accent there. Well, it's okay. I think that nerds, uh, you know obviously don't have it as easy growing up in our institutions like high school mm-hmm. or junior high for that matter. Uh, but then we become the really interesting people in the future yeah. that are actually doing cool stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah. like all the freaking jocks and, you know, people that were the cool ones mm-hmm. back in the day, you know, they're like accountants and and yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with yeah. being an accountant. And but some jocks we're really... We're kooky. All right. <laughs> we're you know, we're real kooky. We're real kooky. But you know what? I used to be a big nerd and I was teased like far into high school. And mm. I was like this really skinny, awkward girl and like with like really snarled, crazy teeth. And like I cut my bangs too short and I had big old upside down glasses on. And um, and I was just awkward. And, and uh, yeah, so... 
just to like be okay with that awkwardness now and see how how just always being true to myself no matter what that awkward is it was it wasn't like I suddenly got cool it was more like I suddenly was like this is who I am world mm, yeah right yeah classic Sabrina yeah I like this uh birthmark on you oh yeah I put Show that the on audience. every day I just put a little uh a little little I got one right here I put it there all by myself nice some people think it looks like a piercing oh yeah when you do that mm-hmm. with like, like your like, head cocked back, kind of like, what's up? What up, brah? Um, <laughs> something you said though. Oh yeah. Uh, I was like on the other side of the spectrum, not a uh, still nerd, mm-hmm. but I was very chubby mm-hmm. and I was the Asian boy. And I'm sure that you can relate to this too. Growing up in Colorado mm-hmm. where we are surrounded by whitey people. Yeah. Total white. To- nothing wrong with white people, but no, it I'm is pretty one. much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, but anyway. But people saw me as being, you know, the Asian chubby kid. And there was, you know, I could count on like one hand how many kids there were that were Asian Mm. in my school. Um, And so definitely felt Mm. different than everybody else. And outside of those circles managed to like, you know, not be like, uh, you know, exiled by the the cool kids or whatever right but i definitely didn't fit in with them and never hung out with any of them and go to any parties or whatever um but you know there comes a point i think when you're young like that you just want to fit in with everybody Mm, else yeah uh i i remember there was a another kid at our elementary eric lee and he just came to our school i think when i was in like third or fourth grade and he was like the one other Asian boy. One other that Asian just boy. To show up. Actually, and he's half as well. And as soon as he came to school, everybody started pointing at us and be like, oh, look, they're brothers, brothers, brothers. And I was like, no. And I guess my mom, I don't remember any of this, but my mom said that I came home just like crying and bawling, saying that like, I hate Eric. I don't know like why Aww. he's here. Just because... Uh, he was the person that like made me realize what I looked like. Mm -hmm. It was like Mm. stepped outside of my body and said like, Oh yeah, he is different. Yeah. And so am I. And then you hated him the way that people were hating on you. And well, I just, I think that I hated being associated with him because he Hmm. was different. And I just, you know, I didn't have any other Asian kids in my class, especially not boys. I think there Mm -hmm. was like, Katie Meagle that was she was also Asian Katie Meagle if you're listening give us a shout out yeah, let us know what you're up to <laughs> at DNB uh, <laughs> yeah. hashtag yes. DNB <laughs> Twittergram <laughs> Twittergram <laughs> it'll exist um, but yeah and then there comes a point when you're like oh I am different and I'm proud of that yeah. and I'm gonna embrace it and uh, I think I, I'll never forget, like, when my best friend Brian, oh, there you go, there's that chair, uh, he was like, man, I wish I w- was different like you, like, I'm tired of just being like everybody else, and I was like, yeah, huh. it is cool, it is cool to be different and unique and, and have this nice dark skin, yeah. darker skin, darker darker skin, um, anyways, yeah, so that's the story of a half Asian <laughs> 
Um, one of three at his school, Katie and Eric Katie and Danny. And, Eric, if you, hear us and out there. you know what? Just on a quick note, my I'm adopted from the Philippines. My brother's adopted from <laughs> Just Vietnam. a quick note. Uh, let me tell you about this orphanage that I grew up <laughs> no. in in the Philippines. <laughs> no, this this is a great story. Yeah, but we can save that one. But um, my brother and I are both Vietnamese and Filipino, and our parents are white. So um, it wasn't until my early adulthood that my parents told me that they actually um, experienced a lot of discrimination having two Asian kids. Hmm. And they always kept that from us because I never... Yeah, I mean, there was a couple times in school where where teachers and adults like were kind of rude to me. But um, yeah. But anyway, so Asians... Mm, We've got Asians. that Asian persuasion. We're also a very silent uh, race, I feel, where you just kind of like whoosh, underneath the currents of politics. And, oh, yeah. You know? Oh, whoa. That's a really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And, and we don't really get that much flack because there's this like model American uh, hmm. ideal of what Asians have have kind of adopted and um you know we haven't been persecuted for a lot of negative things right and um but at the same time we're not very vocal in the political sphere hmm, that um, is actually <laughs> really we got that a great point we got that ronnie chang out there hashtag ronnie chang hashtag daily show he's hilarious ah, i'll have to check him out uh, uh yeah he's 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 pretty funny hmm. uh, and gets involved politically. But anyways, anyway, um, anyway, not, anyway. No, no S in anyway. Yeah, that's a good one. Anyways, anyway, 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 anyways. A- anyway oh, pop- wow. I think I might say anyways. I, I do say anyways, but you're not supposed to. Oh, all right. It's not proper English. All right. Well, is it saying anyway? Is that even anyway? Anyway, but is that like a proper thing to say? Like, what is it? Anyway, dot, dot, dot. Anyway, comma. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> anyway, continue. Anyway, comma. <laughs> um, I think, you know, there's so much to talk about. I really wanted to um, talk about what makes Denver a special place. Mm. Um, but I think we might save that for later. Okay. Because we've already talked about a really special thing that happened in Colorado. Right. Which was a mountain lion attack yeah. and uh, suffocation. Which is very sad because they are beautiful creatures. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it is crazy to think that a human can like take down strangle a mountain lion. Strangle an 80 pound. But it's an 80 pound mountain lion. It's like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Like a really many, big dog, all 40 weight. pounds. It's like half of a, yeah. it's a, yeah. But anyway. It, it's sad. Anyway. Nonetheless, nobody <laughs> wants to see a mountain lion die. Right. But I do, there is a part of me that thinks, oh, I strangled a, a cougar with my own bare hands. I took the mountain lion and I strangled him with my own, my own fists. Right. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Um, any last uh, positive thoughts that we want to send these guys out with? <sighs> I would say um, focus on the essential, eliminate the rest. Like what in life matters to you and are you doing something about it every single day? And then all these other little details of things um, that can sometimes 
keep you from doing what you're meant to do. Like, get rid of them. So focus on the essential, eliminate the rest. Ooh, focus on the essential, eliminate the rest. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that could be like toxic relationships. Um, Just like like habits that just are not getting you anywhere and are keeping you stuck. There's a lot of things that I think keep us from um, focusing on the essential. Is there an example uh, as we close that you can give us of something essential that you're focusing on and something that you're eliminating? Um, Well, one of the things that I really want to focus on is music and spreading joy. And, um, and we're doing just that. Yeah. Um, Things that I have like chose. Oh, for, uh, for example, um, my office space, my studio, my creation station that um, we got to jam out at last in last week. Um, like every season, when I'm just going through different times in my life, I like to rearrange everything so it's conducive to how I want my life to be so i rearranged my office to make it more inspiring to make music to make it more inspiring to record fun things and um i feel like when we actually take the time and make the effort to um to just rearrange life then that's when you start to focus on those things and and not be distracted by i don't know i don't know what's your biggest distraction Mm. Mm, look at that over there. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> you got ah. me. You got me. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, I don't know about distraction, but um, one thing that I eliminated all of January and, you know, mm. most of January, I think there was one day, the first day of January, that I, I drank a Moscow mule with mm. my buddies, but subsequently threw it up that oh. night because we got food poisoning. Oh, yeah, very bad. That was my kickoff of 2019. <laughs> that was not fun. Um, but then I was going on a cleanse for that month, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I've already thrown up everything that I've put into my body. Yeah, that's a January good January 1st, and I was going to start on the 4th. I was just like, yeah, it starts today. Yeah. And I didn't drink until I think my initial end date was the 30th. Mm-hmm. So I just I went for what is that 29 30 days that's great alcohol that's awesome and And i met you your first day back to alcohol yes no actually you celebrated yeah you celebrated with me yep uh drinking my first wine i don't know if that was necessarily a celebration because i was kind of like with you on the like yeah good job might as well go into february not drinking but um, the red wine was great, and the adventures were fun, and c'est la vie. Mm, c'est la vie. We got a couple oui. of free beers, too. Oh, oui. oh yeah. So um, we had my ukulele and Danny's guitar. Ukulele. 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 And we were singing this really great song from The Jerk that you've probably heard of, and we might just play it I'm for sure you. I'm sure you'll hear a rendition yeah. of it sooner or yeah. later. Yeah. Um, and, um, and this woman with, that was walking with her boyfriend or husband or brother or best friend, we don't really know. Um, is that a pull-up bar? Yes. Uh, um, focus. She just was, we were singing and she's like, Hey, will you guys sing the whole song? And we're like, sure. So of course we sang and the whole like, song. we're like, of course Twist we will. We've been arms. dying for this. <laughs> no, we crave attention. <laughs> no. But she paid us 
five dollars. And then we took that to Ratio Brewery. Um, we were going to buy a beer with our yeah, our five dollar bill, right? But then um, my friend James bought our beers and we tipped him five dollars, and then we didn't drink either of our beers really. I mean, I I probably drank like three quarters of one. You probably drank half. Half, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. delicious. It Dear was you, delicious. Ratio. There's a little Dear plug for you. you. Yeah. So um, um, I think we're going to... Uh, is there anything else that we want to say on the first episode of the Danny and Brandy show? I just say uh, focus on uh, the essential. Mm, eliminate yes. the shit, uh, the crap. Yeah. and um, Eliminate the rest. It might not be crap. It might not yeah. be shit, but like I eliminate. Think, I think you need to conmari your life. Mm. Not just things. Hold whatever it is mm. in your life, people, mm-hmm. f- work, hobbies, yeah, absolutely things in your life, food, and mm. really bring it up to you and say, does this bring me joy? Yes. And if it doesn't, then Bye. throw it Release. out of there. Yeah. Eliminate it. Wow. So good. Mm. I'm actually getting ready. Um, my my brother, who's my also my roommate, we're moving in the next month. Um, and I'm just so excited for that this transition because I'm excited to eliminate lots of things that I don't need anymore, and I'm just ready to upgrade. I thought you were going to say you're going to eliminate your brother. <laughs> no. I'm going to eliminate I'm your going brother. I'm not true. No, but anyway, um, yeah, that's that. Nice. Well, I think that's a great place to end, and I appreciate uh, you spending time with us. Yes. And uh, we're going to play out a little song for you. So yeah. Enjoy. Have a great night. Yes. Eliminate and focus. Yes. Focus on the essential. Eliminate the rest. Woo, ding, dong. The Danny and Brandy Show brought to you by the Space Brigade. <laughs>